everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and an occasional rabbit hole. I'm that controller you forgot to plug in last night, so now you're screwed during your match this morning. Mike! I'm... I'm the charger on your phone that doesn't work. Oh no. But you think it does. Oh no. You you think it does. Hey, my name is Patrick, so... You're the, you're the phantom charger, just out of nowhere. I think yeah. it's working, and then I'm not, midway through the night, it stops. Exactly, yeah, like, like oh, it, it apparently just decided it wasn't going to work tonight. That's me. You wake up, and you went to bed with a 1% phone, and you wake up with a 12% phone? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no. It says nine hours till fully charged, and you're like, what, what happened? The nine hours turns into nine days. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Never will fully charge. Nope, it's a trickle charger. One little drop every hour. Boop. That's right. Boop. It goes bloop. Boop. Just like bloop. No. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Hey, at least it's not catching on fire or blowing up. Well, that is a that's a good point. Yeah, I've had that happen once. That was a fun. With the phone charger? Oh yeah, I plugged a, a Samsung phone in with a Motorola charger, and my Samsung phone blew up. Um, wow. Yeah, that's when I learned my lesson: never charge a phone on a different charger than the one that came in the box. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I was like, "Well done." Not and then it took me two weeks to get Sprint to send me a new one. I was like, "It's not my fault. The phone blew up." I don't know what happened. Because you can't you can't tell them. You can't say I plugged it in with the wrong charger. Oh yeah, because then they'll be like, well, you plugged it in with the wrong charger. Why do you sell chargers that are not the name brands then? Hmm? 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 You're setting me up for failure here, Stacy. Come on now. Yeah, Stacy. I hear your mom's got it going on. Ugh. Stacy's mom. That's all I can say before we get hit with a DMCA strike on Twitch. Uh, I thought they're starting to. Li- oh no, you said they're lifting that because it's a cover. Just say it was your cover of the song. <laughs> that was my cover of of that song. Yeah, just add that drum set in there. Uh, Patty, it's been one heck of a week. What have you been up to? Uh, school. And work. Okay. I stayed up till like four o'clock. Uh. My. No. What night was that? Tuesday night. Doing a project that was due on Wednesday. The one that you had behind your desk the other day. Yeah, it's still back there. Is it? it- well, the the mess of it, the table and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, so that was fun because then I got to class on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I walk in and I walk into through the building to the classroom, and I get all the way there. And I was a little bit early, so I was like, okay, uh, I'll just go ahead and get in there and get everything set up. I get over there, and the door is closed, and I mean it's unlocked, but the lights are all off. And I was like, man, I'm I'm the first one here. I'm not, that never happens. So I get in there, and I and I'm, well, I'm like, well. Let me let me look at my phone, check my emails. So I pull up my emails, and sure enough, class has been canceled. Don't you love that? So I didn't even have 
I didn't have to stay up till four o'clock on Tuesday to get it done because now it's due Monday. But I wasn't the only one who didn't see it. A couple other people showed up, and I was like, "Well, we might as well just go home, everybody." I wish they did. Class is canceled. Bitch, send out an email ah. <laughs> saying work is canceled. Hey, work is canceled. I'd be like, "Okay, bye." Excellent. You're not gonna see me yeah, sticking it's around. Been one heck of a week. Uh, we had a new launch at work. So we have literally been covering every single one of our stores and locations and installing the new product and trying to put it out on the shelf. Uh, let's just say this launch has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so we have all these products out. If you go into a Best Buy and you see a giant table that has Google written all over it, that's my baby. Uh, I helped build those from the ground up. Uh, we put out a new product and we were trying to be like Amazon and Apple. And we have a new Google Hub that just came out on Tuesday. Well, we sent Best Buy a list of all the hubs we were going to install in all like 700 and some odd locations of theirs. And like, hey, here's the MAC address and the serial number of this product. We need you to add it to your private Wi-Fi. That way it can be hooked up to the Wi-Fi. That way people can interact with it. The project started on a Tuesday for some god-awful reason same week as a holiday so no one's working friday so people are only doing this tuesday wednesday and thursday and we're just like well this is going to be a great launch uh get into the stores i get in at 7 a.m because that's when the first store opens for me get everything set everything's ready I'm trying to connect it to the wi-fi won't connect to wi-fi try to connect it won't connect try to connect won't connect sit there for two hours trying to connect this to wi-fi come to find out everybody's having the exact same issue best buy did not put through any of the serial numbers so Nothing got connected to Wi-Fi, so none of them were interactive at all. So we had to report that high up, and then we found out that all the stores had zero stock of the new product. So we're just like, this is a great launch. Man, that's ridiculous. And so I've been working from uh, everything from Nashville, Tennessee, all the way over to Johnson City. So, you've had a nightmare of a week. Oh, yeah. Traveling nonstop. I was in my car for 24 hours. Yeah. I got that doesn't sound like fun. I got stuck in Huntsville, Alabama. Why? Why? Because it's the last place they wanted me to stop at before I went home. Oh. And now I leave Monday to go to Jackson, then Memphis, then South Haven, then Jonesboro, Arkansas. All right. I was just like, woo! Other than that, video game related, uh, let's see, I've been playing the new game It Takes Two, which is really fun. Yeah. Uh, my buddy in Scotland bought it, and so if one person buys the full game, the other person can play for free as long as they have the friend pass, and the friend pass is free on the store of whatever console you're playing on. Oh, nice. So they invite you, it connects you to their server, and then poof, you play the full game. We got to chapter three, oh, that's cool. and uh, right now, in chapter three, we were, uh, taken hostage by squirrels. Well. Yeah. Alright, watch out for them squirrels. I know, they try to kill us multiple times. Like They are a bit squirrely. They're a little nutty. A little bit well, that too. But that's been a fun co-op game. Like It's literally one of those games where you have to rely on one another. Like You can't beat the game without another person. Yeah. But it's really fun. Which is pretty cool. But there was a lot of controversy behind the game because it's about divorce. Oh, well. 
All right, yeah. Yeah, a little girl. Uh, her name is Rose. She's uh, witnessing her parents go through the struggle, and then it's finally saying that they're going to get a divorce, and they don't know how to break it to her, but she already knows about it. So she makes a wish upon a, a book. The book comes to life, and it's the book of love. And it takes the essence and the souls of the mom and dad and puts them in these dolls. And now they have to work together to rebuild their relationship. So that way they don't get a divorce. I don't know how it ends. So I'm just, uh, I'm waiting for there to be like a plot twist or something. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I guess controversial. Yeah. People are like, why would I you I hate make- when, like... Why would you make a like game about stuff divorce? from real life is considered controversial? Yeah, it's like I mean, people go through divorce all the time. It happens. Why not make <laughs> a video like, game about it's it? It's like it's like more than half of marriages end that way. So fifty-two percent of all marriages end in divorce. There you go. Right now, so how is a game about it controversial? People don't like the topic of divorce. My children shouldn't be playing this because we're a happy family. Well. Don't buy it. You're only one family. Don't buy it. <laughs> you mean your child with the access to the internet that you do not monitor is watching something you don't want them to watch because you haven't monitored it? Oh my. Whose fault's that, Stacy? Uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight because the new Killer and Survivor came out. That's been fun. I absolutely hate the man. Who's, I feel like it's... Who's the new killer? Uh, his name is Trickster. He's a K-pop singer. And he's got right. a neon bat. So he whacks you with a neon bat. Other than that, he can s- slow down his speed and he starts throwing kunais at you. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so he's just throwing knives at you. And uh, it sucks for console players because it's not that great to aim on a controller. But I'm pretty sure these PC players out there with the little mouse and the laser optics and fun <laughs> stuff are just like... I'm locked on to you, mother trucker. Dead. Dead. Dead by daylight just become an FPS. Well, yeah, basically. If you play as uh, him or as the Huntress or as uh, the gunslinger, you're basically a first-person shooter. But then again, (laughs) the survivor's playing third-person view, the killer's playing first-person view. Right. So... It's uh, first person for all killers, so I hate them. But I play as a killer whenever I need blood points. But it's uh, <laughs> the new perks that came out with him are very uh, toxic. So he's got a perk called No Way Out. And yeah. what it does is when he hooks a survivor, he ends up getting a token. And the token, one, blocks the exit gate. So when you get all five generators done, you're supposed to go power the exit gate. The exit gate takes 30 seconds to open, or 20 to 30 seconds. Well, if he hooks one person, and it's an automatic 10 seconds that it blocks you from touching the exit gate power. So you can't touch it for 10 seconds. But if oh, he wow. hooks four people, then it's an extra 24 seconds on top of that. So it's 34 seconds. You cannot open the gate if he's hooked four people throughout the match. Oh, goodness. And then there's another one called Blood Warden, which is Freddy Krueger's ability that you can teach him. If someone finally opens the gate and then you hook somebody when the gate has been opened, then Blood Warden kicks in and it stops you from exiting the match for 45 seconds. Oh my goodness. So I'm like, someone's going to run these two together, aka me, and be extremely toxic as a killer. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's going to be me. That's this. Too. You're not allowed to touch the gate for a minute. Yep. You're screwed. Like, you're just, like, the gate's open, but 
I mean, you can leave, but you can't do nothing for, what, a minute and 24 seconds? Yeah, something like that. Which is perfect, because you can add an ability called No Ed, because No Ed kicks in if there's still one unactive totem on the map, and then the gates are powered to where you can go open them. No Ed kicks in, and what it does, it gives you the ability to instantly down anybody that you touch. Huh. <laughs> Man. I'm like, I can be a very toxic killer. But that's literally yeah, where all my time's like been. It. Any video games for you this week? Uh, no. Not even Clash of Clans? No. I haven't even played Star Wars uh, Galaxy of Heroes on my phone. I've collected some bonus stuff, but that happens at certain times every day, so I just log in, collect it, and get off. Oh, it sounds like me back when uh, I was a Pokemon goer. Yeah. But I haven't, uh, no, I haven't, I haven't played much of anything. Oh, biscuits. Hopefully when life settles down and school and work get a little less raw. Crazy. Yeah, that word. Yeah. Hectic. Nuts. Bonkers. Yeah. I know, I, I haven't even looked at, like, Steam or anything, but I know there's, like, spring sales going on. Mm-hmm. But I haven't even got on to look at that yet. Oh, <sighs> I keep getting the emails from Deku. It's like, hey, this game's going on sale because of the spring or Easter sale. I'm like, but yep. a lot of your companies don't even celebrate Easter. Why call it an Easter sale? <laughs> Y'all are just yeah, marketing uh, off of a thing. My father-in-law works for the school system, and they are ca they called yesterday, which was Good Friday, the spring holiday. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, y'all are gonna be off, off, you know, out of school for the spring holiday. Yeah, our work. He was like, it. but which spring holiday? Our. Uh, they didn't like it. My manager, he told us on a conference call last week, and he's like, all right, just remember that next week is uh, a bank holiday, so you just gotta. You don't have to work that day, but if you do work that day, <laughs> it doesn't count as overtime. I'm like, oh, nice. No. So my work calls it a bank holiday. School system calls it the spring holiday. <laughs> this is awesome. So you're telling me that it's a day that we're allowed to be off, and and if we work, you're not gonna pay us like time and a half. Uh uh. <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna work then. Oh yeah, and you should have seen it because since we've started a project on Tuesday, like the VP was in our chats, all the managers were in our chats. Was like, hey. Just so you know, the eight hours on Friday don't count to overtime, so you can technically work 40 hours instead of 32. <laughs> you think anybody worked? Wow. No. I only worked three hours because that's how long it took me to get home. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's that's just me driving home. Yeah, that is me driving home. Seeing i got to be in Memphis for the next two weeks. Ugh. Oh, great. going to be a fun time. Well, uh, I guess now for the news. To the news! To the news. All right. What we got? What we got? So, first off, uh, it was not an April Fool's joke, and I hope it isn't, even though it does state it in the article itself. Remedy is going to make Alan Wake 2 with Epic, according to Industry Insider. I would hope Insider. that's not an April Fool's joke. I know, it says... It was posted on the 31st of March. Thank you for clearing that up, and hopefully everyone <laughs> else can follow along. 
It is to be clear, March 31st is not yet April Fool's Day. Bear in mind as I tell you that one of the most reliable video game industry insiders out there says that Remedy and Epic are entering into a deal to make Alan Wake 2 according to the report. This is a part of the new effort of Epic to be funded by creation for the new PC games from the ground up. Did you ever play Alan Wake 1? No, I didn't. You didn't? I've heard a lot about it. Uh, I played it. I read the book. I enjoyed it. It's one of those uh, psychological horror games. So yeah. during the day, you're like living out your life in a tiny little town. Trying to, You're a writer who's come to writer's block, so he goes to this little town and gets into this cabin. He's just trying to focus on writing. And then yeah. at night, things start to warp and shift, and then things start to play out from the book that you wrote but don't right. remember writing. So then it becomes like this yeah. psychological fur I mean third person shooter horror. It was yeah. uh it was it was real good. I, I enjoyed Yeah, it. I've I've heard I've heard a lot of people say it's really good. Yeah, if you haven't played it. If you play the game It's also got a book, book, doesn't it? Yeah. If you read the book, the book takes you more in depth about what happens and whatnot. Yeah. I'm just like, because uh I got it for Christmas one year and I was just like, Well, I'm gonna read through this real quick. And it was good. It was good. But uh, but that's cool, man. Alan Wake 2. Hey, you know what? A lot of people hate Epic, but they're doing a lot of cool things. So, they I'm okay with it. They're coming out. They're trying to hit the ground running. They're trying to make their own platform, their own everything. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to see how it comes to fruition. And uh, they're also talking about how Control already has a bunch of ties to Alan Wake, the game by Remedy Control. Yeah, the one that won a bunch of awards. Yeah. So that already has some ties in it. There's even Alan Wake DLC for Control. So I'm hoping they can tie the Control into Alan Wake 2. That'd be nifty. Yeah, kind of, kind of weave them together. Mm-hmm. That'll be something That'd I want to see. Uh, next up, we have an interview with Frost Giant Studio CEO talks about funding, future prospects, and consoles, and more. Uh, Help me out. Help me out. Who is? What is Frost Giant Studios? You may have heard of the group of ex-Blizzard Entertainment developers that have funded the studio that successfully raised around $9.7 million in total funding so far. The name of the development studio is Frost Giant Studios and developing real-time strategy RTS games and is their passion. Ooh. You're a real-time strategist. Uh, I do like real-time strategy games, even though I haven't played a whole lot of them. My favorite ones are like Red Alert and... Well, that that is my favorite one, Red Alert 2 specifically. Red Alert 2 isn't... And uh, I still haven't played it, but I want to... Uh, Oh man, I don't even remember the name of it. That one that's set in like right after World War One, and they discover all the machines. I was gonna say Civilization. No, that is an RTS though. I thought so. That's one I bought, and I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's pretty good. A lot of people like that one. Uh, man, I'm trying to. Th- I'll th- I'll think of it here in a second. Alright, well it says, we had the chance to have a little chat with the CEO of Frost Giant Studios about the new studio and their upcoming games. He provided to us some interesting insights about the games and the future plans in general. Uh, They're looking to make anywhere between the first of 7 to 10 games. Uh, Real-time strategies coming to 
PC, then to consoles. I mean, this is a ex-Blizzard entertainment developers. So, I mean, they're from Blizzard. Blizzard is well known for uh, World of Warcraft, Overwatch. I'm just wondering what might they uh, steal with pride from those type of titles into an RTS. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of interested, though, in the idea of a company whose passion is RTS games because that's something that's been kind of lacking outside of uh, outside of the Civilization games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we haven't had we haven't had really great RTS games. We had some pretty good ones. Um, a lot of people like you know something like Total War or something like that. I think that's an RTS. I don't know if they consider uh, Stellaris an RTS, but that game has gotten really popular over the last year or so. But still, we don't have any... We don't have a company that's developing RTS games as if they're AAA games. Yeah, I mean, most of the RTS games that you probably see are more indie-related. Like small indie titles that most people don't see about unless they're showcased somewhere. Yep, you're right. And I and I really hope uh, I really hope we get some cool stuff come out of here. I wish somebody would. I wish somebody would make a company that is like passionate about tycoon games. I do it myself, but I can't. Uh, I don't know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, me neither. I don't know how to make a video game. I know how to review it and how to criticize it. Yeah. See. Oh, actually, one of the questions in the interview. Your team has a lot of veterans oh, who've worked on the Blizzard it. games, especially StarCraft. Do you guys plan to develop uh, from StarCraft Essence with the novel ideas, or the new games will take inspiration from Blizzard strategy games? Uh, Tim Morton, the CEO, came out and said uh, during the interview, we very much want to build games that feel like an evolution of the Blizzard real-time strategy games, but our influences will include Warcraft 3, Blood War, and StarCraft 2, but we expect these games to be highly different from each other and from their predecessors. Huh. Okay. Well, that at least gives us some direction. Yep, and they're focusing on PC launch, and it's not clear whether it's possible for the real-time strategy to be as fun with a controller. So, no plans at this moment for next-gen consoles, but it's still up in the air. Yeah. RTS is it's much the, the whole game style is designed for PC so mm. now there, I mean there has been RTSs on, on consoles and they've been okay it's just it's difficult it's you're not as fast especially if you're like playing online you're just not as good but I mean, now you got a company dedicated to figure it out so that'd be cool mm-hmm and then, if you have games that are built for PC, then you make them onto a different console. I mean, you put them on consoles themselves. I just feel like PCs always have the advantage. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, I, the name of that game I was thinking of was Iron Iron Harvest. Iron Harvest. Yeah, it came out last year. Hmm. I think. I think it came out last year. Maybe early this year. No, it was last year. Well, I want to play that one. It's an RTS. It's got pretty good reviews. Uh, it had a little bit of hype generated before it came out too. That was surprising. Huh. Wow. Yeah. 
Again, you take those RTSs. You know what? I'll take the fun exploration games. I guess Frontier Studios is still making games too, and they're they are a they're not an RTS, but they're a tycoon maker. They make Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo and Jurassic World Evolution. Uh, and those are really good games. So I guess there is a company that does it. I just need another one. I need two or three. You need two or three. I need competition. You need competition. Who doesn't need competition? Everybody needs competition. That's what I'm saying. How else Everybody. are you gonna push yourself? Yeah. That means we need another we need another one of these companies. Mm-hmm. RTS company. Really push the industry. You know what's being pushed to the next level? There's no telling. Oh, okay then. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> no no no. Genshin Impact coming out for the PS five. Yes. Uh how about Enhanced that? visuals, faster loading with DualSense controller support. This will be Ooh, later yeah. in the year. Uh, so looking forward to that, which is great because, I mean, I got on Genshin Impact, but playing the PS4 version on the PS5 is kind of oof because of those loading times and whatnot. I guess once they yeah. update it and get everything more suited for the solid state drive and the controller, I might get back into it and start playing my win person again. Uh, more in PlayStation news. On April 6th, the new PlayStation Plus games will launch for free, and those will be able to redeem and grab. You get the PS5 version of Oddworld Soulstorm. You'll get the PS4 version of Days Gone, and the PS4 version of Zombie Army Dead War 4. Yeah, I'm sure you won't be interested in any of those, would you? Uh, Days Gone. But I already have it. No, no. You're not interested in any of them. No. Sorry. Not one bit. You're not allowed to. You're not even allowed to download them. Okay, that's fine. It's okay. I just downloaded Subnautica because they put it for free on the PlayStation Store. Ooh, I've heard that game's pretty good. Yeah, I watched uh, my buddy Jack play it for a few weeks, just exploring the deeps of a water planet and all the inhabitants. It's pretty nifty. Yeah, it is. It is a nifty game. It is. It's a very wet game. Hey, speaking of games that are coming out. For the PS5. Are you talking about The Witcher we 3? Also, we also have The Witcher 3, which is coming to the new consoles, PS5 and Xbox Series XS. In the second half of 2021. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean... So that'd be fun. If they're going to, again, play it towards the updated graphics, the solid-state drive and whatnot, that's going to be a good little kick. Uh, unfortunately, I have it on the Switch, so I play it on that. Hey, you're playing it with... Very, like it's not been updated at all. Yeah, it's actually been downgraded. Yeah, the visual graphics are only like at 420. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. I make it work. It's only at 420. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. To be honest. Ugh. But speaking of updates and for graphics, uh, Sean Murray has come out and said, "No Man's Sky expectations." Uh. They're getting mission patches. They're getting a new hub and 4K. Uh, they are getting visual Dude. check. They're getting cross-save rewards. Sentinel yes. bounces. Perf and load optimization. Cross-platform naming merge. Improved pinning. Ongoing seasons. And this is free and out now. Oh, that's probably why No Man's Sky is updating on my Xbox. Oh, man. You know what? I need to play No Man's Sky some more. I missed that game. That game was a ton of fun. It was, especially when you play with people. Oh, yeah, and this new uh, this new update is going to allow you to start on the same planet as 
uh, your friends. Which I'm perfectly fine with because I'm sick and tired of trying to hunt people down. Yeah, and it gives you all kinds of new like rewards to to and things to discover when you're playing with a group of people. And all also in this little video they put out, there's like a bunch of people in the group. And currently, well, I, I guess not currently. I haven't updated this and looked at it, but before you can only have four people in a group. So like when me and you know three other people would play. We, we could be able to be in a, in a game chat and talk to each other, but we couldn't talk to people who were not in the game chat that were also around us. But they may have been playing with us, which was kind of annoying. Like proximity chat? Yeah, now, I think they may have had a proximity chat, but the, the place is so big that when I'm, ex I'm exploring, you know, another planet in the same solar system, proximity chat's not working. So they only had like a group chat of four. So I wonder if they fixed that now because there were a ton of people in the trailer flying around. Yeah, there. Uh, I see two, four, six, eight, nine people flying together going into the solar system. Uh, it started off with six people right at the beginning, and then nine ships. Yeah. And now it's talking about yeah. milestones, so. getting achievements and rewards for that, taking on new challenges, taking on new bosses. No, well, not bosses, new enemies. Uh, their journey hmm. continues. No Man's Sky. Also, just watching the video, it looks like the fauna, like the animals and stuff, mm -hmm. have gotten some serious upgrades. Dude, I tell you, when No Man's Sky was first announced and came out, I was all for it. I bought it. I paid the fifty nine ninety nine for it, taxes, all that fun stuff. And yep. I went from being like, this game is so awesome, to like giving in to all the criticism that people had about it and like oh well now i don't feel like this game is so awesome but literally these this company took this game and just went well we promised you this at launch and we did not give it to you here it is three four years later they have given us so much as a free update because of what they promised us in the very beginning that it is just mind-boggling and phenomenal oh yeah they they have done some really great stuff. Like I believe, and I'm really glad they did because the game had potential for days. Like this game is really one of those instances where a company promised you something, and then didn't deliver, and so they do what they have to to get you what they promised. Yeah. Without death threats, oh, I don't think they received death threats. No, they may. Have. I can't remember. No. That sounds familiar. A lot of things can receive death threats. Yeah, I know. And then what happens? Oh, they either scrap the project or they're going to tell you they're going to work on it and then scrap it after they tell you they're going to work on it. Anthem. <laughs> I love how they come out. Yes, Dang we're going to take everything we have and put it into reamping Anthem, blah, blah, blah. We're going to make it the game that we promised it would be and then turn around. Yeah, we're completely canceling everything, so just uh, have fun with the game that you have now. <laughs> yeah, you can just forget it. Yeah, not no. happening. But yeah, No Man's Sky for the win. I enjoy it. It's great. I want to play it, especially now that it's uh, updating. Oh, quality of life improvements. Quick menu to switch between their primary starship while docked at a space anomaly. Painting system has significantly improved the, uh, to provide more accurate and helpful guidance while crafting products or installing and repairing technologies. A number of recipe costs have been rebalanced to reduce grind gameplay. Oh, that's good. 
terrain resource deposits now yield a more generous supply of metal. Oh, very nice. Now I'm just going to fill up my, my inventory even faster. Cross-platform discoveries. That's pretty cool. So if you name something or discover something, it is also discovered on the other platforms. I'll play on Xbox. That way I can play with the majority of the people. And then I think my brother's got it on PC, so he can play with it regardless. Part of the thing that I haven't seen that I'd like to see uh, is customizable ships. Like, you get to build the ship. Because, you know, all the ships now, like, you find it or you buy it the way it is. Mm -hmm. But I want to, like, design my own ship. Like, put different parts together. Mod like, make, make a modular ship system. Ooh, that'd be nifty. Kind of like how uh, you can make your own ship in Kingdom Hearts when you're going between the worlds. Yeah. I was trying to see if there was anything about the, the groups. But, uh... Oh, multiplayer mission improvements. Well, never mind. I didn't say anything. I just that that really didn't say anything at all. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Well, oh, they're doing weekend events. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I've got to get back into this game. I might have to start over from scratch because uh, I started my first game again like four years ago, and I think that was the last time I played it. Besides playing the new update update. Yeah. But now that it's fully updated, did it, did it, did it, I can uh, might play. Did it, did it, did it. Okay, and then on to some quick bite news, real quick. If you're waiting for Cyberpunk 2077 to be fixed before playing it, keep waiting. <laughs> Great. Uh, Cyberpunk uh, squared uh, fixes will be added in 1.2 patch, but Cyberpunk is still far, far from being finished. So, it's still a piece of garbage on console. If you have, like, one of those Mac Daddy PCs, then you can play it. Uh, my brother, he's got his own custom PC. He was able to play through the story twice, perfectly fine, with very little hiccups. I'm too scared to install it on my PlayStation 5, because I don't want it to fudge up my console. Uh, I got a guy at work who's... He's got, he's got it on his PS5, and it seems to be doing pretty good. Oh, that's good. Still a bit buggy and stuff, but he said, compared to when it first came out... It's like a, it's completely different game. He said that there was a point in the, on the, uh, when it first came out that if you got to it, uh, it was like a cutscene and you had to talk to somebody, but the person would sometimes not show up, which means you were stuck in this cutscene for literally forever. You couldn't couldn't back out, and if you restarted and went back into it they still wouldn't show up, so you'd have to just restart the no, game. thank you. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> now, that, that has been fixed, at least from all, as far as he can tell. But, yes, the game still has problems. I mean, there was that glitch to where uh, you'd end up walking around completely naked, but it still rendered like you had clothes on. So you'd just be walking around, and however you made your uh, character, you'd either have big old melons just flopping everywhere or an eggplant swinging between the legs just while you're talking to somebody because it goes into a third-person wow. view. Uh, there was yeah. a glitch where one, like, some cop was carrying a dildo, and <laughs> when you killed that cop, they would drop it, and then, like, every other cop that died would also drop just loads of dildos. <laughs> what? That doesn't sound like a glitch. That sounds like they did it on purpose. I mean, if they did, then have at it, but really, it's just, no, I don't want to walk around, like, a crime scene and be like, 
We have to mark every single one of these, get uh, CSI out here. <laughs> We've got about 3,000 dildos we have to bag and grab. Uh, get the chalk lines out. We're going we're gonna to have to circle these on the pavement. <laughs> Just 3,000 circles. <laughs> Look at all the eggplants. <laughs> oh, man, somebody drew a whole bunch of dicks right here. <laughs> Graffiti. And there's also dead people. But uh, I'm like watching one of the little update videos, and this person that's playing the update literally climbed a ladder. And when he got to the top of the ladder, he was picking himself up, and then it shot him to the opposite side of the map. Like, you just wow. literally see him flying backwards. I'm like, yeah, the game still needs help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still broken. Unfortunately. Patty, do you use ad blocker? Mmm. I used to, but the ad blocker I used to use is like garbage, so I don't use it anymore. Oh, I use ad blocker, just like the regular one, little stop sign with the hand in front of it. Yeah. That's what I use on Chrome. Uh, but Twitch ad blocker extension is removed from Chrome Firefox stores. So Twitch is cracking down on ad blocker because uh, turns out they have about 150,000 people who stream and get over 6 million views per day. And that's a lot of ad mm -hmm. revenue they're losing out on because it's being blocked. So Twitch is going yeah, into and it and uh, cracking it down to where those things cannot be accessible while on the website. Yeah, Twitch is also has one of the lowest ad revenue payouts of any major like cr content creation platform like that. Like, it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. It's in the majority of the platform that everybody goes with. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, YouTube, your advertisement, your ad revenue that you earn as the creator is, it's okay. I mean, it's not it's not great, but it's okay. Twitch is garbage. It's garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Yeah. It's, low, it's lower than uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Anything you're earning ad revenue on that's a major source, it's easily lower than. Uh, it's probably because they have so many people on it at once. But then again, if you look at Facebook, everybody in the world's on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, now Twitch itself is earning all kinds of money. Oh, absolutely, because they take the money for they're themselves. Earning a, they're earning, yeah, they're earning a crazy ton of ad revenue. Which is weird, because you'd think with them being purchased by Amazon, they'd like give back to the streamer. Because if it wasn't for the streamer, yeah, Twitch wouldn't be making the money. I don't really understand that. It's almost like Amazon has just kind of bought them and then put them aside and said, all right, y'all figure it out yourselves. Yeah, I think they just went... I feel like it's just so Twitch has the backing of Amazon behind them. Like, if they need yeah. funding or something, be like, hey, we need this much to do this type of project. Right. And Amazon will fund yeah, and, them. And Twitch isn't... They, they could... There's a lot of things they could do a whole lot better, and they haven't even addressed the problems that they actually have. Outside of the D DCMA thing, but they had to address that because of legal problems. But there's problems with the platform that they haven't addressed, and they... Like they're not even, they haven't even brought it up as a problem. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happens when big companies who use uh, little people who are trying to make the thing for themselves out in the world. Yep. Be like, I'm going to go on Twitch, I'm going to stream, I'm going to get known, I'm going to get famous, I'm going to get recognized, and I'm only going to make money off of subscriptions and tips. But if I make an ad on there, I'm going to get pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder how many people actually make it on Twitch. I didn't. Uh, it's it's less than 1%, I think. Less than 1%? Not unless yeah. you're a DJ from Australia. 
Right. I mean, unless you're already a popular somewhere else and Twitch says, hey, just come on over here, bring your audience. And you're like, okay. Like, we'll pay you and we'll put you in a contract. But what I did find out is Ballin' Wonderworld, a new game from Square Enix, which just recently launched. Uh, it was more of a chibi-style game where it's supposed to be co-op. And every world you visit, you got a different costume. The different costume gave you powers. And it was always a different type of power. It's a 3D platformer. Uh, had high hopes for this game. It was debuted at a Nintendo Direct. It's yeah. utter garbage fire. <laughs> Reviewers are giving it uh, one to two stars. Two stars just being graceful. Uh, everybody is literally saying that this is a PS2 game remastered with 4K graphics, and that's it. Mm, sounds great. Yeah, they say it's very unresponsive. The controls are lackluster. The costumes and the powers don't give you much of anything besides how to get through the map. And the majority of the time, you need a second person to actually get a lot of stuff done. Other than that, it's uh, multiple worlds. Each world has three stages, and then you have one boss fight at the end of the third stage, which is only a three hits, and then you're done. Uh, the story is lackluster, and it's just utter garbage. So I was looking forward to it, but then I was just like, well, now I can remove this from my wish list. <laughs> a lot of people are saying, everybody... I would wait for this game to drop to probably $3 before you buy it. When everybody collectively dislikes it, you go, you know what, I'll probably dislike it too. Yeah, I will take these people's opinion. I mean, I'm not watching these reviews for nothing. Yep, that's kind of the way I'm, I'm, I am with uh, Harvest Moon One World. It got pretty collectively bad reviews. Ugh. At least it did when it, the first week it was out. I haven't looked since, so I was like, all right, I want to see it then. Best of luck to Square Enix. I mean, they've been... I feel like if it's a game that they're not fully focused on, like Final Fantasy, uh, they really don't do that great. I mean, take Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix working on the Avengers game, High Hopes, yeah. and then just Garbage Fire afterwards, because there's a lot of pay to win and pay to play and all that fun stuff, microtransactions, mm. and now yeah, they have the this worst, one. the worst kind of game. Yeah. So, uh, good luck there. Speaking on April Fools, the day of pranks, jokes, and never-ending stress of journalism, trying <laughs> to make sense of fake nonsense from official sources. <laughs> Woe is us! This is coming from yeah. uh, Nintendo Life. Getting into the spirit of things through Pokemon Sword and Shield has added a little surprise for players today. This was on April Fools, that no doubt have some poor souls tearing in their tearing their hair out, not tearing in their hair. <laughs> tearing their hair out. Yeah, they're tearing their hair out, <laughs> just crying it out. Just no. <laughs> That's called male pattern baldness. Oh, yeah. Uh, so one of the uncatchable Pokemon coming to max raid battles is... Bum, 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 bum. Carp, 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 carp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uncatchable. Yep. He knows uh, max splash and max flail. So he's going to be literally doing nothing. Exactly. And you can't catch him. <laughs> is this a real thing or is this April Fool's? No, this is a real thing. It was just for April Fool's. Oh, they, they actually released it yeah. on April Fool's. Oh my gosh. This is a real April's Fool thing inside the game. So people get to that's, go fight a magic carp. That's funny. And they can't catch it. Yep. Uh And then... I like it. That was good. Last little bit. <laughs> uh... I played it, I spoke about it on last season of our show, uh, the game Man Eater. 
uh, where you play the shark who gets ripped out of his mommy's stomach and then tries to bite the hand off of the person who gets him and he goes and starts uh, swimming around the fun little area of Louisiana and uh, well it's coming out with its very first DLC it's called Truth Quest where you are the it's the view of the reporter who narrates the entire game but he's like why are these sharks mutating why did we follow this shark around how did it mutate how did it get these powers what is happening to it what is going on in the city that is making the wildlife change come to find out there's a giant conspiracy there's an offshore facility that's uh, producing all these different type of chemicals and whatnot that's working on DNA and that's where the whole entire quest comes from it's going to be a full DLC where your investigative journalist Tripp Weatherston, uh, represented by Chris Parnell, is back and once again working undercover for the secrets of Port Clovis, including con government conspiracies about what happened to the marine life in the area and why it seems to be covered up. About, what seems to be covering it up? Uh, the trailer that's uh, launched doesn't give you much detail into it or much gameplay, but we're going to be seeing what's making the sharks mutate, we're going to be seeing new mutated sharks, and there will be five new bosses and bounties. Oh man, this that game looks so much, like so much fun. It I'm is fun. It really, and the commentary behind it is just ridiculous. Because every time you find like a new place or a new landmark, the person mm -hmm. will give like a little thing about it, and it's like, this is what happens, blah blah blah. Uh, what was it? I got to the very last like part of the city that you can get to. And if you go all the way out into like the wide, wide, deep ocean where all the sperm and killer whales are, and you yep. go to the very bottom of the seabed, there is these giant iron gates that are like chained shut on the bottom of the seabed. And if you go to it, it like unlocks it and it's like, and we put these locks on there so we never have the cracking come out again. And then the, like oh. the gates just like pop open, but the chains keep them locked. So like apparently the cracking's in this game. I'm like that'd be a fun oh, boss fight. That's got to be something they do in the future. Oh, I'd hope so. Well, there's like a bunch of like uh, hidden Easter eggs that go against like everything that's happening in the real world. I'm like, this is fun. This is a great game. The Kraken. So, with that being said, that's quick bites, and that's our news for the week. Patrick, you got anything? Uh, nope. No, I don't. Wasn't very much news, but we got what we could from articles from Reddit, and on top of that, Google kept sending me stuff every day. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully my schedule opens up a little bit so I can actually give some of my own additions to this stuff. We'll see, though. I mean, if not, it's part of being an adult. It is. That is true. I'm just told life. I'm happy to have weekends off. That's all that matters to me. So, with that, uh, that wraps up episode 40 of the Double XP podcast. Remember to like, review us on all your podcast platforms, uh, for it really helps us out in the long run. You can find me on the social medias at BioMosley on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And you can find me at BloodThringa on all those social media platforms. Oh, and that's a B L O D H T H R I N G A. Only twelve more episodes to go. Woo! <laughs> and again, we want to thank you for tuning in for your weekly dose of double XP.
Have a good one. All right. See y'all. <laughs>